We're going through our must-watch show cues today on Script to Screen. Kenyatta and I give you a rundown of which shows we have to have in our streaming rotations from acclaimed older dramas to new comedic debuts. Next time, we're starting out with a new series here in our podcast as we take you back a decade at a time to give you some of our favorite movies from years past. Be sure to not miss out, starting with our favorite movies of 2012. Remember, you can join the Boston Screenwriters Group on meetup.com and RSVP for a Screenwriters Virtual Forum. Peer reviewing scripts, giving feedback on fellow writers' work while networking with them as well. Please check out the links on our anchor.fm profile to follow us online, donate, or leave us a nice message to let us know how we're doing. We hope to see you at one of these virtual forums. Until then, enjoy the podcast. All right. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. As always, I'd love to give a welcome to screenwriters, aspiring writers, film lovers, and everyone in between to the latest episode of Script to Screen, the Boston Screenwriters Group podcast, hosted by myself, J.C. Stewart, and Canada Hoskins, where we come in and give screenwriter, filmmaker, and film lovers perspective on movies and shows we want to talk about. Whenever you're giving us a listen, morning, noon, or light, we hope to be a great part of your listening cues. And we hope to be the fun part, uh, the fun part of the fun stuff in your day with these in-depth discussion on film, TV, streaming, and uh, anything else we want to talk about. Again, I have been a co-organizer of the Boston Screenwriters Group for over seven years, helping out the founder Deborah Sharif with the meetups, where I help any level of experienced screenwriter peer review the screenplays with other members. I'm also a local filmmaker on the lower end of budgets, but I'm always game for coming up with movie ideas and ready to film. Now, with all that said, I'll pass it off to my co-organizer and good friend Kenyatta. What's up? Uh... Happy Sunday morning. Um, glad to be here. I've been with the Boston Screen Writers Group for over five years, been a, a co-organizer for uh, a little bit over three years. And, um, you know, just happy to be here and uh, talk about films. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we are, but uh, yeah, again, uh, studios are still sort of uh, managing their schedules of when to release the good stuff. I mean, you know, Doctor Strange is this week, but uh, um, we'll probably uh, ramping up their slates uh, soon enough. But uh, in the meantime, uh, we're just sort of biding our time with uh, uh, shows and uh, streaming shows, which uh, really have uh, sort of taken precedence in my viewing schedules, uh, because again, uh, lack of new stuff um, has really uh, sort of um, sort of made me go to other sort of means so yeah i thought we just it'd be an interesting thing just to do a what are your watching episode currently whether that's uh tv streaming shows or you know uh, a few network shows or what have you just uh yeah whatever whatever you're currently in your watch queue or uh, what series are you trying to complete uh, for the first time around so i thought yeah it'd be just a nice fun little episode to try and um uh, try and shake things up but uh, I don't know if, uh, Kenyatta, do you want to start off with uh, sort of, uh, yeah, just a- to answer the question. Uh, yeah, what, just what are you watching right now? Okay, I could tell you what's on my queue. Um, one of the things that I saw the previews for, and um, I did see the first episode, um, Under the Ban of Heaven. This is with Andrew Garfield, and it's uh, pretty much a crime drama show. and um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in this show, Andrew Garfield, his character is a Mormon and, um, you know, somebody he knows was, you know, murdered his family. Well, he's a suspect of murdering his uh, wife and his child. Uh, so they're both from the religion. And um, there's also uh, a detective. He's new to the area. Well, he's not Mormon and they're from a place where, you know, a lot of people are in a Mormon faith. 
And um, so, so his, you know, the other detective who isn't from that area uh, originally, I think he was only there for a very short period of time. And he's not, uh, actually he's Indian and, um, and, and, um, and, and so he's not of the Mormon faith. So there's a lot he doesn't understand, like the kind of like the whole culture, you know, that they have over there. And he just wants to solve the crime. But Andrew Garver, of course, wants to solve the crime, but he's doing it within the context of like he has a different perspective because, like I said, he's, you know, Mormon himself. So there's a lot of cultural stuff that, um, that the, uh, you know, his, uh, code detective detective uh doesn't understand so it's is very interesting show so far so um i'm continuing to follow um i think two episodes came out uh i only saw the first one and i'm interested in seeing the second one so that's one of the things that's in my queue Right. Yeah. I saw the, some uh, promos for it. And, um, you know, I've said before on the show, Andrew Garfield is just a fantastic performer. So yeah, I'm always interested to see what, uh, what roles he's going for now. Uh, certainly seems like an, from what you, the synopsis you gave certainly seems like an interesting sort of uh, crime thriller. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try to add it, uh, try to add it into the, my own watch list, but, um, so, uh, so uh, my, um, what's been going on in my watch queue is that I've been trying to catch up on uh, sort of uh, uh, shows that I've been putting off for a while. And uh, I think there's the top of the list for a while has always been, uh, you know, David Chase's uh, The Sopranos, uh, sort of, uh, uh, yeah, it's been, I know it's, a, uh, you know, when it was going on, uh, you know, it's an original run, I was in high school, uh, so I wasn't really uh, the right audience for it at the time. And um, ever since then, I've just been punting it and punting it off until I've, uh, would have enough time just to go through the entire series. And uh, I, I got me hooked basically the middle of the first season and i'm in the middle of the third season now and i can see why it uh the uh, it is considered one of the all-time great shows uh, and i'm sorry that i've uh, put it off for so long but i'm glad that i'm finally able to to go through it and you know um uh, James Gandolfini, rest in peace. But uh, yeah, this is an all-time great uh, TV role and performance. Like, uh, just you—you you can't take your eyes off of uh, Tony Soprano. Uh, like, whether that's um, you know how bad he's going to get, or you know how loving he is to his family. Like, he uh, and Gandolfini plays that uh, like to the nth degree. Like, this is yeah, this is a great all-time uh, anti-hero performance. Uh, one that has since uh, gone to influence others. Uh, and uh, definitely one of the one of the series that kind of made HBO into what it is now with uh, you know HBO Max and all the other uh, all the other acclaimed shows that they um, that they produce now. Yeah, I mean, I saw it. everything first run um, was first came out. Uh, couldn't wait for new episodes to come out and. Um, so in a way, you're kind of lucky because you get to binge watch it from episode one all the way to the last episode. Uh, we had to wait <laughs> to the following week. And then when the season was over, um, I don't know if you remember, but sometimes it took a long time, two, three years go by before you see the new season. 
And um, yeah, so there was huge gaps because usually, usually when you watch a, 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 a you know a TV show, um, usually it'll come out the following year. But sometimes you know this didn't do that. A year and a half go by, or uh, maybe even two years between seasons. So. But um, for me, it's a little bit outdated now. You know, I try to rewatch it, but it's, it's it's a good show. So if you haven't seen it, I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. And um, yeah, so that's a that was a good pick. Um, and one of the shows, um, like I really enjoy, enjoy like short shows, like uh, half an hour long or so. And um, one of one of the shows, I just you know quite a few. You could binge watch those really easily too. Um, you could probably see a whole season in one setting actually. But, um, you know, I've been watching a little bit of comedy, you know, because those are technical, well, those are uh, most likely to be half an hour, of course. But um, Abbott Elementary uh, kind of harkens back to kind of like the office, parks and recreation, it has that kind of feel to it, but all takes place elementary school um the principal's hilarious it's a comedian i can't remember what her name is but she plays the part so well it's kind of like a um a michael scott kind of character and then you have um jim type of character in there played by um the same actor who played uh everybody hates chris um uh, can't think about his full name right now but and then um you know then you have another character that um, is played by, I'm trying to think if I can't remember her name, but um, she's all, everybody in it is, is excellent. And if you haven't seen, if you want like a comedy, like if you like park and recreation in the office, I think you would enjoy this. And this is like one of the only shows that have, that's like, like has 100% on the, like the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, Check that out. If you haven't watched it, I would recommend that as well. Yeah, I haven't heard of uh, Abbott Elementary, but I'm all for, yeah, just uh, short 20, 25 minute uh, sort of uh, episodes, you know, um, uh, the way things, uh, the way TV shows used to be formatted, you know, back in the day. But uh, yeah, nice bingeable series. Uh, yeah, I don't always look for it. So maybe I'll, I'll try to take a look. Where, what, what platform is it on? It's on um, regular TV. Let me see. Uh, it's if, if you have Hulu, I, I, I watch it through Hulu, but it does come on regular. I can't think of mm -hmm. what the channel is, but right. um, I watch it. If you have Hulu, you could watch it on there. Mm -hmm. And the creator is Quinta Brunson. She's mm -hmm. uh, she's a comedian, and she was, um, I first saw her on, um, uh, there's a comedy show on um, HBO, and uh, I'm trying to think of it, maybe. Hold on, I can tell you. <laughs> The name of it in a second. It's um the Black Lady Sketch Show, mm. uh, on HBO Max. She, that's why you know I first saw her. So now she has her own thing. So she, you know, she's a um she created the show. So yeah, she you could tell she, you know, she kind of reminds me of um uh I'm trying to think of her name from Sign Ain't Live, and she had, oh the one from Parks Recreation. What was the actor's name? Um. I'm trying to think. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Right. Um, Is it uh, Nick Offerman? It's um, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, yeah. 
Yeah, she reminds me of Amy Poehler a lot. So mm. uh, she plays that kind of character in, in the show. So, yeah. So, yeah, you, you check it out if you, um, like I said, it's, it's not that like you said, 25 minutes um, viewing. And, you know, if you want a laugh, you know, it's, it's, it's dry humor. But, you know, if, like I said, if you like posh recreation office, you, you should like that as well. Uh, so, uh, so from uh, the uh, so from the Sopranos, um, uh, another sticking with HBO, but uh, some more recent stuff. Um, uh, they uh, uh, been uh, going through uh, Station Eleven. Uh, so this is from the same team that did the Leftovers uh, a few years ago. A fantastic uh, sort of. Um, um, metaphysical sort of drama about uh, faith, religion, and uh, 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 in uh, what happens in in times of crisis. And uh, <laughs> Station Eleven uh, really uh, uh, picked a, a interesting time to uh, uh, portray a uh, a, a global pandemic that uh, wipes out uh, something like ninety eight percent of the human populace. Uh, they were actually filming the first episodes right when uh, in May, uh, March, uh, twenty twenty, and they had to, of course, uh, shut down production all the way uh, to um, to later on. But uh, uh, this it's a it's a very good series, but uh, understandable if uh, you, you don't want to get to it at the moment because of uh, you know current events and everything. But uh, they they do a fantastic job of. Uh, sort of it's the same sort of vein as the leftovers sort of like this strange um weird bizarre sort of uh takes on um sort of what happens you know what happens to us as humans when you know in times of huge stress and crisis and uh you know and um uh, and, and not being able to comprehend everything all at once but um they do they do a fantastic job but uh yeah un- understandable it's a little bit of a hard watch at the moment but uh uh it's worth your time if you want to give it uh it's, but um yeah it's a uh, not, not exactly comfort viewing but uh um uh, it's also not you know completely dour or um uh, compl- or just uh, depressing. Uh, uh, I would uh, I would say it's more sort of a life affirming, uh, more on, th- on that spectrum. But uh, you know, everyone will have their own mileage, especially given uh, you know what we're going through at the moment. Yeah, I've seen. I got up to episode three. It's been a while since I picked it back up. I, I plan on you know going back to it, but I love the first episode. Um, I was hooked. I think that was a very excellent episode. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to get back to it. So that is also on my queue. I don't know how long it's take to get to it. But, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I, there. Okay. To it. it's there. Okay, it's there. But yeah, that's it's okay. There. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, another, you know, pretty much a half hour. They've been they've been um, extending their running time. Um, I there's one more season of, of the show, and it's called Atlanta which is one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, there's a big gap between uh, season two and season three. It's, we haven't seen Atlanta in a while, so this is this new season. Um, I know a lot of people who are, you know, um, avid uh, Atlanta watch viewers, uh, you know, the fan base, um, some of them, some one of the criticisms of this new season is that the, kind of like 
we have like the main story with uh, characters, which is, um, I'm, you know, if you're familiar with Don Donald Glover, uh, AKA Childish Gambino, he's the one who created the show. And um, so it's his uh, character named Vern um, and his cousin's paper boy. So he's, you know, um, kind of like this amateur manager uh, for his, uh, you know, his uh, hip hop uh, musician uh, or artist. And, uh, you know, his, you know, he, he has a relationship. Um, well, it's kind of like in and out relationship uh, with his, with the mother of his child. Um, then you have Lakeith Stansfield, of course, he, you know, he brings this weird vibe to everything. And um, if you, you know, people who are unfamiliar with the show, basically, it's, it's kind of weird, like the first, like every season has a theme. And this season, like the people who've been watching this, this season, they, they were complaining, because like, like I said, this, the, those, those characters I named, there's that main, you know, storyline. And they've been, every season, they've had episodes where they veered away from the main thing. So you try, uh, those episodes, you try and see what does that have to do with uh, kind of like the main, um, you know, main storyline with uh, Vern, uh, excuse me, not Vern, Ern, Ern, like Ernest, um, producing, you know, his cousin, his rap career and, you know, that with those main characters, what is it? These all the outside episodes have to do with that. And they veered a lot at this season. Uh, the last season was called um, Mob, the Mob Mobbing Season. So this, this one, I can't remember what the uh, theme is, but it's a lot of social commentary. Uh, I think there's more social commentary in this season than the seasons past. And um, one of one of the you know, episodes was about reparations, and um, another one is kind of like I guess you would call it uh, cultural appropriation, I guess. Um, so it, it's just it's very uh, to me the last the last episode. Some people did like it, but I think it was the weakest one. It was it was okay, but um, I'm loving I'm loving the season so far. Um, it's just the, the, the last episode, even though it was okay, it just, it wasn't bad. It, it, it just wasn't on par with the other ones. This, cause the, the, um, the other episodes I love so far. So um, looking forward to, you know, this upcoming week to see um, what they do. So yeah, so Atlanta's in my queue. Seconded, yep, it's definitely in mine. I've. Uh... Uh, just before coming on, I watched the latest episode and um, I actually quite liked it. Um, I, I, but um, uh, that's interesting that the, the reception of it. But I, yeah, I think they're, they're really knocking it out of the park with this, uh, you know, second to last season uh, so far. Uh, yeah, they're kind of they have the main storyline and then they do sort of um, riffs on uh, yeah, the social commentary. Uh, but uh, it's all sort of like this it's all sort of like this they have they maintain the same tone uh, throughout uh, you know the main storyline and the sort of like the when they uh, do these isolated sort of episodes uh and uh, it's sort of like uh it's 
it's it's not like laugh out loud comedy like it's comedy that make you makes you think it's sort of it's a satirical so you're, yeah you they make you think about sort of the issues that they bring up and then um they sort of they they do it in a way that's not you know uh luxury or preachy it's just uh it's just showing it, you know, the thing, way things are. And I think uh, that's sort of the best kind of uh, social commentary. Uh, and yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, can't wait to see how they finish off the series with this, both uh, season three and season four uh, later in the year. But um, uh, another on my, uh, what am I watching? Uh, is uh, from Apple TV. It's um, it's based on a New York Times bestseller about a uh, um, a <clears throat> a Korean woman who uh, who immigrates all the to um, to Japan in the uh, uh, you know pre World War II and sort of. Uh, 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 starts having starts, starts building her life there, and it sort of uh, branches off to her to her sons and her grandchildren and everything. It, it's Pachinko. Uh, it's an excellent uh, excellent series that uh, sort of uh, delves into this period of history in Southeast Asia, and uh, you know, for all the way uh, you know pre World War II all the way to the uh, end of the eighties. And uh, they do a marvelous job of jumping back and forth between the, the different timelines and uh, um, uh, maintaining sort of character continuity throughout. Uh, yeah, it, it is a it's generally a great series uh, that uh, I hope to finish off. They just had uh, they just dropped their last uh, episode of season one, and they're apparently getting season two. So that that's great to hear that uh, there will be more of this uh, because yeah, this will be probably go down as maybe my favorite of the year uh, in terms of uh, in terms of shows that I was able to get to. Okay, cool. I, I... Um, I'm not sh too familiar with that one, but I'll, I'll definitely uh, check that out. Um, right. Yeah, it's on Apple TV. Uh, so it's kind of, yeah, they kind of shuffle it around a little bit uh, with the, the, their other shows, but uh, definitely worth a watch if, yeah, uh, absolutely worth a watch if you can uh, find time for it. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't have Apple TV, but every once in a while, I, you know, I can get uh, to chance watch some of those shows that's you know that's on apple tv and because there's one on apple tv that i can't wait to watch and it's with samuel jackson um actually i think it's based on the novel by um walter mosley i think it's based on uh you know his books and i'm a very you know i'm i'm, I'm a big fan of walter mosley even though <clears throat> i haven't read it anything he's written in a few years, but the whole um, series of, uh, you know, the Easy Rollins uh, kind of series I read and some other series that he's written. And um, he, you know, uh, Walter Mosley, he's written episodes for S Snowfall. Um, mm -hmm. So, so is he, I, I'm not sure, I don't think he directed it, directed them, but he worked, uh, alongside uh before he passed away john singleton hmm. so um yeah so um like snow i didn't mention snowfall if you if you haven't uh watched that because you mentioned the sopranos and uh if you like kind of like that whole crime drama i think snowfall is up there 
I, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know about to say about the wire, but um, maybe you know, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it as much as I do like power and stuff like that. So um, I actually I think Snowfall is better than you know some of the power you know uh, off you know uh, offshoots like they have book two three I think they have four now so I think it's better than you know I don't personally don't think it's better than book one but um, it's definitely better than three and four so Snowfall if you enjoy power if you enjoy uh, crime drama Snowfall is it it has everything. And I was telling my wife, um, the guy who plays Saint, the main character, I'm like, I'm blown away by his acting. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Snowfall at all, but I think this guy, man, um, he should be nominated for, you know, Emmy or something, uh, because this guy is just great. Uh, and it's, you know, he's, um, you know, he's, he's, he's just um, underrated to me. Uh, so I, I don't know. You could tell me, did you, did you ever watch Snowfall? Or, I haven't gotten to it. Uh, yeah, I haven't got, okay. I know, you know, I, I know it's promoted all the way on, on FX and yeah, it's available on Hulu, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone to it uh, uh, at the moment. Right, right. So um, yeah, if, if you haven't checked it out, I would definitely, you know, um, recommend it. And, you know, and like I said, the last days of, how do you pronounce it? Ptolemy? Ptolemy, yeah. Ptolemy Gray. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but that's on my queue. But, you know, I don't have Apple TV. If I did, I'll, I'll be watching that. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing that one day. So, um, so and there's a couple more that I could mention. And... Um, you know, one of the things, uh, movies like The Dropout, um, I don't know if you've heard that one. So it, it's based on a true story. There's a lot of stuff that's based on a true story, like The Dropout. Then you have um, the, 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 the woman from Plainsville, so the girl from Plainsville. This is when mm-hmm. um, I guess her boyfriend, he was, you know, he, had, he experienced a lot of suicidal ideation. And she herself, um, I guess she had her mental health issues as well. And this is based on a true story where she convinced him to commit suicide, which she followed through on. So the show was like showing how that whole, you know, kind of like detailing how it led up to that. And she's on trial uh, for, you know, her her, uh, hand in the suicide. So that one is called The Girl from Plainsville. Um, so like I said, the dropouts also, uh, based on true story. Um, and I think the, the, the character that, you know, that's, you know, in the, you know, based on true life person, I think she's currently, um, going to trial and, um, if she gets found guilty, she could spend the rest of her life in prison where she came up with, uh, this technology, this medical technology, but she did a lot of unscrupulous things and she took a lot of people's money and so that's that's all i'm going to say about that so if you like true stories i I would definitely check that out and there's one more that's like i said like a true story uh based on a true story um 
the one with Ma- Michael Keaton was good in this in this uh, television series. Now um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, hold on, hold on, give me one second. Dope sick. Yeah, dope sick. Oh yeah, yeah. And if if you watch Dope Sick, it'll kind of remind you what's going on. Both I could I'm thinking about both um, Dope Sick and The Dropout, completely different shows, but in a way, because like because what's happened with COVID and people you have like the anti-vaxxers and what have you, um, and then you know, then you have like the divide, you know, and and and, and people who didn't want to get the vaccination, they were pretty much vilified by, you know, you know, this society who got, who went out and got the vaccination and so on and so forth. And, um, and one of the arguments for the pro-vaxxers was that, you know, um, trust the medical community and they, you know, they're trying to, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to live and, um, not come down with this uh with the COVID and everything and they just saw people who were anti-vaxxers as the problem and um and selfish people right because a lot of people entrust the medical community and here are two shows that kind of one day i'm thinking i was like i told my wife i said maybe 20 years from now they'll probably have a series with you know regarding this whole vac- vaccine and everything. But anyways, um even though even though dope even though dope sick was about um Oxycontin and um and the other one, it, even though they're completely different from you know what COVID, but what the connection is is can you like was corporation the hand with the hand they have and uh, you know um medicine and science and, and how, you know, even doctors were getting tricked with Oxycontin and one of them even became addicted. So um, because of the, you know, the lies and everything and the mis, you know, information and so it, that means deep. So yeah, all the, all that's in my, my queue and that Dosik is finished there and, and Dropo finished their seasons already. And the girl from Plainsville is uh, is winding down. So I have a couple more episodes, I believe, left over to watch. Yeah, great, great, great. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, um, I always like to sort of uh, finish. Uh, I'll no, I'll finish off by the. I sort of mentioning sort of old standbys and that's uh i've mentioned it before here uh but that's for me old standby tv usually means star trek for me and that's uh and it's still the case uh, they've been coming up with a new trek over the last uh five years or so and um five plus years but uh star trek discovery just finished off their season four i thought it was their uh best overall uh of their of the uh, of the series thus far uh, they they finally got uh, they finally ironed out some of the problems. Uh, they, it's not perfect, but still. But uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But um, uh, Star Trek Picard is going on currently. Uh, it's about uh, one of my favorite characters from the franchise, Captain Picard. Uh, and uh, I had problems with the first season, 
And um, uh, this season is an improvement. Uh, I hope that they, uh, they uh, this, uh, the season finale is uh, this week. So hopefully they land very well uh, because I'm very much, uh, I very much hope that um, they do the character justice, but I'm very much looking forward to uh, their new sort of franchise, Strange New Worlds. It's a, uh, you know, sort of, it's a sort of quasi remake of the original series, uh, you know, just set maybe a few years before, you know, the uh, Kirk's Enterprise. Uh, but uh, we're apparently, well, uh, spoilers for those that know, they, they already casted a new Kirk. So we're going to get, it's basically just a stealth sort of uh, reboot of, uh, of the original series. And uh, thus far from all the promotional stuff and all of the interviews I've heard, uh, Strange New Worlds is going to knock it out of the park. And I'm really, and they, uh, they're going to uh, drop the first episode uh, this Friday. So, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, really hoping that uh, we get uh, sort of um, a, <clears throat> a throwback that doesn't, uh, you know, adhere completely to the, you know, the old trappings of the original series and the, the franchise as a whole. But, uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always up for Star Trek. That's <laughs> the thing. Uh, I'm always up for finding up uh, going to strange new worlds and uh, um uh, uh, boldly going to the final frontier, but uh, yeah, um, that's that's pretty much uh, my entire watch queue. I don't know if uh, I think Kenyatta went through his as well. But I have a question. Yes, um, go ahead. I, I did that uh, Picard. I I think I saw like one episode of oh, the first season. I, a, yeah, the first season. I mean, it looks it's a good looking show. It's a good looking um, show. I'll give him that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so so you're recommending Picard or what? What what, what, what uh, platform is it on? No, well, it's only in uh, Paramount Plus. Um, oh, okay. So unfortunately, yeah, it's uh, not the easiest to get to. Uh, in fact, I, my suspicion is that most Paramount Plus subscribers are Trekkies, uh, because uh, they keep making uh, these franchises. But um, um, I have problems with the first season of Star Trek Picard, uh, especially the last episode, but everything leading up to it was doing, they were doing such a great, mainly because they were doing such a great job of everything up until, uh, you know, the, the sort of the final arc of, uh, of the season. But um, no, I, if you, if you've watched the first episode and you like it, uh, continue on, but just know that, uh, yeah, they kind of disappoint in the last, uh, in the, the finale, but they they improve in the, the this current season season two, but um, we'll see where they land uh, with this one uh, this coming this week. Now I did see the previews for the um, the Strange New World, is that what's called Strange uh, New World? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. It does look interesting. Um, I wasn't the biggest Star Trek fan growing up, um, like with the uh, the original and everything. I was more a Star Wars person. But um, I did Discovery. I did try that. Um, that 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 was all. That's also a good looking show. Um, yeah. So I, it's, I'm not saying I dislike it, but it's something I would um, one day sit down and get into. Like I still have to finish the Expanse. So we're talking about science oh, fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at that. I haven't I haven't seen it so long. It feels mm -hmm. like uh I forgot where I lost. I think I'm at the end of the second season, I believe. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, one day I'm gonna get go I wanna get back into that. So I might get into my science fiction mode one day and and and, and check out Picard and Discovery and uh finish off. I think I'm gonna finish off on the expanse first. 
So highly um, recommended. Yeah. The expanse. I, yeah. I think, yeah. Expanse is sort of my new star Trek. I think they, and they just finished up their run uh, just recently too. Uh, but uh, yeah, the expanse is sort of like um, it's star Trek, but uh, more, more science-based and more reality based, I guess you could put it. Um, yeah. They, they take sort of um, real world politics and they, you know, they extrapolate it into, you know, where, you know, if, you know, if we ever become a spacefaring civilization, and I think they did, they knocked it out of the park. I really thought they had a fantastic run over six seasons. Uh, so def, definitely highly recommend you to uh, continue on with the expanse. So, so, so that is no more. The series is over, right? See, they just finished up by just earlier this year with, uh, okay. with the season six. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't seen out, you know, we're recommending it. And because what I've seen so far was pretty good. And if you want to know, it keeps know on getting better. Called. It keeps on getting oh, okay, better. Good. Yeah. Good. It's not like, yeah. yeah uh, uh, I'll put it to, yeah, the, the Star Treks, the Star Treks are fine for the, you know, if you're really already a big fan of Star Trek. But yeah, again, they kind of disappoint if you're not really like a, uh, a huge Trekkie. But the expanse is like, I think for everybody, if you're into sci fi, like they really do a great job with the science and the politics. Uh, the character work are outstanding character work. Uh, they got they got great actors to portray all these, uh, you know, uh, spacefaring humans and earthbound humans, Mars humans. It, it, they they do a great job uh, all around. Uh, yeah, highly, absolutely highly recommended that you keep going with the expanse. Yep, and that's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yep, and and the, all the shows I mentioned, you know, I forgot to mention the platform, but the Dropout, Girl from Plainsville. And Dope Sick are all on Hulu. So just in case people want to check those out, I forgot to mention earlier what um uh where the, where they're streaming. So that's where they're streaming it. All the I mean, I've been watching a lot of Hulu. Actually, I use Hulu as my live for my live TV. So um before it was just playing Hulu. So I just I got rid of my um uh, Verizon uh cable and I, you know, I just said, hey, let me get Hulu because the least I could get free disney plus and um you know I have, I have a question how do you like moon knight have you seen i haven't Knight? gone to it i haven't gone to it yet um okay. but i've again it's uh, oscar isaac and ethan hawk so i'll give it a watch you know even though i'm not too much into the marvel shows uh but yeah. uh, i'll give it a watch i've heard i've heard interesting things about it so yeah i'll, I'll definitely see if i can give it a watch Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, you can't stand it. Okay. Oh my God. Right. I could I could I couldn't wait to see it. And then I was like, okay, uh -huh. the first episode was kind uh -huh. of cool. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So I'm thinking, you know, but after a while, after I got deeper into it, it's like I didn't see the last two episodes. I don't know if I can stomach mm. it. You <laughs> can't see stomach it. It's, wow. Okay. Yeah, because know why? Because um it's it's just it started looking like the fighting scenes didn't, mm. it wasn't well done. Um, mm. Some of the uh, special effects aren't real, well done. It looks cheesy. It looks mm. it looks worse than um, all the superhero shows, DC superhero shows on um, this, C, what do they call it? Um, CW. <laughs> CW, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, they're corny and cheesy, but they're kind of like, you could watch them. It's kind of like, you know, the, you know, it's like a guilty pleasure, but to me, Moon Knight, that was no excuse. I mean, it, it, you mm -hmm. know, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if you ever check it out, let me know what you think. But um, We'll do, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. See, so um, um, you know, uh, those some that's just some of the TV shows I've been watching, and of course, uh, the movie X is in my queue as soon as I'm able to uh, check that out. Looking forward to uh, Doctor Strange, of course. I, I, I'm definitely going to see that in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, love Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I like to see him in films. He's just a you know very good actor. Um, can't wait till Nope comes out. <laughs> you know, so there's some stuff that I'm looking forward to. Um, that's that's all I could think of right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, open, um, I would call Ozark uh, the second half of the final season finale. It just came out Friday, so I can't, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Same here. And yeah, and I'm gonna miss Blackish. Mm. You know, um, I don't know if you ever watched Blackish. Yeah, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a fun show, and it's, I'm I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. So the season, the series mm. finale was, uh, I think it was last week, week before. I think it was last. It was last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm really gonna miss the show. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all I could think of right now. I did try. I just try um, Tokyo Vice. I did try that, and um, you know, the, the first episode was, you know, I was like, okay, this is gonna. The pre rules that made me want to watch it, and um, it got kind of slow to me. So, if anybody has watched that, and if they say it gets better, I'll I'll try it again, but. Right now, it's on hold. <laughs> okay, gotcha. It's pending. It's pending. It's pending. It's pending. There you well. go. It's pending. Yeah, Depends yeah, on yeah. other reaction. Uh, that's actually. Yeah. Next, I was just going to mention that's next time I on my watch serve queue. That's the one I want to really want to get to. It's Michael Mann. So returning to TV, you know, after you know Miami Vice back in the '80s. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in, uh, and it's with uh, Ken Watanabe. So uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to check that out uh, probably next. So yeah, maybe I'll give you uh, okay, I'll give you the the good word or, or whether or not uh, to continue on to continue um, on, yeah, <laughs> to continue on or not. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, this one. Oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. One show. There's one show I I really like, but um, NBA folks hate the show. It's called <laughs> Winning Time. I was wondering why it wasn't called Showtime because they're talking about the it's talking about the dynasty of the Lakers. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. I didn't even think about it. Why they don't, why they don't call it Showtime? Because like the Showtime Lakers, because it's on HBO Max, you can't call it Showtime because it's not on Showtime. It's not Showtime. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. Absolutely. The person, the casting is amazing. Not mm-hmm. all cast. Some, some couple, like the guy who played Dr. J. Mm. They, they did they did such a good job with the casting and they went so wrong with Dr. J. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, I was like, really? But the guy who plays Magic Johnson, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I looked at photos. It's like, did they just like uh, face swap him? Like de-age like uh, Magic Johnson? Like, wow. They Yeah, they did a fantastic job. Yeah, and they did a good job with, um, what's his name? Um, he plays uh, uh, Dr. Buss. Um, oh, John C. Riley, right? Oh my God! Yeah. What an acting job. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's really he's doing really good. Um, yeah, there was some good, there was some good uh, casting choices, but that Dr. J was just kill, killing me, man. 
and, 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 I know, I understand Magic, he's coming out with a documentary, uh, will probably be a lot more truer to what really happened. But this show, it tells you from the beginning. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the guy who made it. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Adam McKay, right? So I'm, I think I'm a, a fan of Adam McKay, man, because mm-hmm. I, I like some, some stuff he's doing. And um, But they start out the whole show telling you this is based on, but there's a lot of dramatization. So they told you ahead of time that everything, like, I doubted very much the um, Jerry West portrayal was on the, on the money. I think they, they just did a lot of dramatization. And they right. told you that. So I don't know why they're mad. Because they, you know, they're admitting that, you know, it's not going to be historically accurate. But it's a very, very good show. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're an NBA fan. And um, that was one of my favorite teams when I first started watching basketball was the Lakers in the 80s. Mm. Magic Johnson for a long time mm-hmm. before LeBron was my favorite all-time player. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm really enjoying it. Even even the guy who played Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, not so much the looks, but his voice and the way he portrayed it's a fantastic show. Mm. Excellent. Yeah, uh, I haven't gone to Winning Time uh, yet, but um, because uh, yeah, I guess you know we don't really consider sports sort of shows; they're kind of like live events. But uh, the NBA playoffs are going on. Um, unfortunately, my Bulls bit the dust against uh, the Bucks, but I'm um, I'm hoping for a good series, uh, Celtics Bucks. Um, so I guess yeah, that's also where I'm uh, in my watch queue. I guess technically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I um, can't wait to that. Uh, the Celtics play the Bucks. So that's going to be a good series. Should be. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. In fact, yeah, it's coming up in just an hour, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I miss a lot of games. Like I said, I haven't got a chance to watch a lot right. of TV. I haven't got a chance to do a lot of things. But I saw at least that last two games uh, with Celtics playing New Jersey, and um, I grew up hating the Celtics in the '80s. Mm. Um, I found my I, I cheered for them against the Lakers, which is kind of weird. Uh, when, when they when they won mm-hmm. in two thousand eight, now that that's just a a, a, a uh, that was weird to cheer <laughs> for the Celtics, Celtics against the Lakers. <laughs> but anyways, um, and, and I was cheering for them against New Jersey because I no not New Jersey. Why I'm still stuck on their old name, the Brooklyn Nets. Excuse me, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand Brooklyn, can't stand Kevin Durant. <laughs> so um, I do like um, Kyrie Irving, but if I mm. was a GM in the NBA, I wouldn't touch Kyrie Irving with ten foot pole. He's not, he's not, he's not reliable at all. Right. But I know, I know we're segueing, but mm-hmm. no, no, no. It's, yeah. we're, we're talking about what we're watching, so I mean that's yeah, that's yeah part of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I could think, I think of. Yeah, uh, I think that's. So I yeah I think that's all in my watch queue. So yeah I think we we can sign up. For what do you that. what do you what what are you, what are you looking forward to? How about that? Oh I already I already said uh, Tokyo Vice. That's pretty much next on my queue. Uh, when I uh-huh. uh, but how uh, about the movies? Movie movie wise, um, oh, there was something coming out on the twentieth. Why am I not recalling it? Um, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, so on the 20th, uh, Alex Garland's uh, latest um, uh, uh, filmmaker of Ex Machina, Annihilation, he comes in, he's coming out with his new movie, Men, uh, starring Jesse okay. Berkeley. Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely one that's circled for May for me. Okay, it, it, it ironically, you just uh, mentioned that because I just rewatched um, his, his his last movie, um, um, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. And um, I was disappointed the first time mm-hmm. I saw it. I said, I said let me, me see this again, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I'm watching the movie. I was like, this is a good movie, this is right? A, Annihilation is a fantastic movie, yeah. But mm-hmm. now now I remember why I didn't like it the first time. It's the end. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I Oh, it's the end. Everything was, like it's 90% loved it. Mm-hmm. That, that 10%, like, the ending that is... very end, I, I mm-hmm. did not like the ending. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing, but everything that's, Led up to the ending was, was, was I mean, it was a good movie, but the ending killed it for mm. me. Yeah, hmm. it killed it for me. You didn't. Know, I, I, like, I, I love the ending, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, you do? My, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can. We, we, we might want to talk about it sometime. Then annihilation, uh, because okay, yeah, that, that. I really, I actually really like the ending, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, maybe don't we don't have too much time to delve into it here, but I um, mean, we do this on other shows then. Definitely. Okay. I'm up for yeah, it. Definitely up for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Is that all? Um, yeah. 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 Um, okay. We hope you enjoyed our rundown of some of what is must-see TV for us. As mentioned previously, we start going through our favorites from back a decade at a time, starting with our favorite movies of 2012. Be sure to listen back here for that. Feel free to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and other platforms. You can support this podcast and the Screenwriters Group with a monthly donation by clicking the support button at anchor.fm. You can join Kenyatta and I at our virtual Screenwriters Forums by RSVPing either on meetup.com and or Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch our forum recordings and other videos. Links are in the description. We wish you all the best in your writing and other life's pursuits. Get vaxxed, stay masked, and be safe out there.